Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Doma Media. Thank you, Yola Tango, as always. Hopefully, we're going to get them on as a guest very soon for their, you know, we can talk about a lot of things, especially their Hanukkah concerts. Uh, wish I could see that. But we have one of my favorite new segments or new podcasts, Chris Yang, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Best of the best. Or is it demystified? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's definitely one of our favorites, but I think this one's called Best of the Best. That's what we call it. Best you of know. the Best? Yeah, this is Best of the Best. And potentially de- demystified as well. Yeah, it's also going to be a little, it's a little, it's a little somewhere between demystified and Best of the Best. Yes. Well, regardless of our uh, uh, topic of podcast today, the guest is somebody that makes me incredibly happy. And we've had her on before, Chef Deep Tran. Welcome. Welcome. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. Uh, also, I don't believe in superlatives, so I'm already going to mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in superlatives. You are, you are certainly Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can match. Nothing can match. <laughs> tell me, your, tell me you're Asian without telling me you're Asian. You just, uh, I don't believe in superlatives. Amazing. I love it. I do remember one time, Chris, when Chris and I were filming in um, Beirut, and he was, we had just had. Um, we had a shawarma, and you were just like, "Is this the best shawarma?" And I'm like, "I don't believe it's the privileges." <laughs> I felt like I fucked up the, the cut. I'm it's like, fine. I just can't. No, I think that's. <laughs> it I was think damn that... good. It was damn good. You know for sure. Yeah. You may have seen her on our show uh, on Netflix, Ugly Delicious, also from her restaurant, Good Girl Dinette. But um, she most recently has been working with. I mean, there is no real other fish sauce when I think about fish sauce when someone asked me about fish sauce uh red boat fish sauce you are the r&d chef sort of apostle of red boat fish sauce de- de- i definitely am i have I drank all the fish sauce and i want to make <laughs> i'm making the fish sauce and i want to make everybody drink the fish sauce yes for sure and deep's got a a, a, a our first cookbook coming out uh, at the end of this year deep when people ask me First of all, like I'm weirded out that people even want to use fish sauce these days because it was probably the most forbidden fruit of the kitchen, at least with people that are, were not Asian, right? Growing up, my mom had squid sauce. It was um, something I never wanted to use, and I was sort of grossed out by it, and mainly mainly because I think I was scarred because I broke a bottle of it when I was younger, and I remember everyone being really mad at me because of the intense smell. I mean, it's just one of those things that I think you have to really appreciate. Chris, you know, you grew up with fish sauce. Did you, were you repelled by it or you're like, this is awesome? I never knew what it was. I didn't know until maybe within the last 10 years when somebody put a name to the flavor I'd be like liking my entire life. I was just like, when someone was like, fish sauce is in your nakcham and fish sauce is in these noodles and fish sauce is this, I was like, what the fuck? 
like, I didn't know. Like, I love I loved the smell of it. I uh, I had no idea what it was, like I said, until sort of semi-recently, within the last decade or something like that. And it's changed. It's changed quite a bit. And one of the things that I did not have growing up was, a, a, you know, there are no superlatives, but I, I will have to say, <laughs> in a world of no superlatives, there is one superlative. And, and I think Red Boat Fish Sauce is, is truly best in class. Um, did you know all of this stuff? deep when you moved into this role like what do you now know about fish sauce that you didn't know before uh, well you know um i wasn't really repelled by fish sauce because my grandma you know one of the she had a lot of side hustles when she came here one of the side hustles and it was for the restaurants actually but also like me even pre-restaurant she made this jet lua which is kind of like a um mortadella you know you see it in like bun me right you mm-hmm. know and that requires a lot of fish sauce so you know, she would just go to the, the Vietnamese market every week, uh, every weekend and buy like a hundred pounds of, of pork. And we'd have like, we'd have the crazy, what's that called? That chopper, that meat chopper. Buffalo, ch- buffalo chopper. <laughs> Dave's favorite fucking, thing. The, it's fucking terrifying fucking yeah. chopper. You know, yes. that's, it's the like best. for. I'm so, I love you. I've always loved, now I love you even more. <laughs> you grew up with the no. buffalo chopper. I'm so jealous. In the garage, in the garage. And just like, it was fucking scary to, 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 to wash. And I was, this is pre, pre, I was younger than 10 because 10 was when the restaurant started. So I was fucking terrified of this. Like, okay, every fucking weekend we have to do this. And then she would sell it. So I wasn't really repelled to fish sauce, but my grandparents were very particular about, oh, this fish sauce isn't as good. And they were always trying to find the best one. And, 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 and again, it always disappointed. You know, that's kind of why I became like this apostle to Red Bull is because my grandparents used to talk about like, and I, at some one point in their career, they just, they were just like Sierra entrepreneurs in Vietnam. Like everybody who's trying to like survive in Vietnam, you know, between 54 and 75, you know? <laughs> and, um, and she was like, Oh, you know, nook yi, which is like first press, you know, like, so it's so good. But every, every label had nook yi in it because it, it's not unregulated. So, but you know, it's not, you can read the label and you know, it's not because it's got a million ingredients, but they were just like wax poetic about it, you know? And I'm like, who fucking cares, you know? And then, and I just thought it was this myth that would never, it, that I would never encounter. Like that was like a unicorn. Like not that it wasn't, it was extinct. Like it just didn't exist. And so when Red Bull, when I saw Red Bull, I go, oh, this is what they're talking about. And I get, I got it like right away. Like, oh, I see, I see why this is special. And you know, like go, likes to uh, talk about this experience where, when before, like he could get any traction in supermarkets, he would just go into these small Vietnamese uh, supermarkets. And go, hey, can you know this is great fish sauce? And like the price point was a little high for folks. But what would happen was be these old ladies would chase him to his 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 truck, his SUV, and buy cases of it because they knew those old ladies knew, you know, and they were like willing to pay a premium for it. But you know, I this is what I I always tell white people when there's just like you can tell that they're like, you know, they're cringy or something about fish sauce. I'm like, look, you should not fear fish sauce, but you should respect it. That means you do not, you don't do anything to spill it. Like you don't put it in your car <laughs> like this, you know, you put, you, you don't, you don't, you're not cavalier with it. Cause Vinny, we don't fear fish sauce, but we respect it. And Dave, I also have a, a memory of spilling fish sauce and it actually involves tangentially Roy Choi because like, so I used to live in Echo Park in the 90s and Natasha, who's part of Roy's, uh, you know, empire, media and, and food empire, uh, her pants owned uh, a supermarket. And one day I was um, I was cooking for a big party, like a like a birthday party or something. And I like waited till that her, her parents market opened. So it was, I was the first person in, I was like waiting outside and I got, I got to get this fish out. So I got to go home and I put it in my, my, my basket and I had nothing else. And it was like kind of heavy on one side and it fucking spilled. Like it just shattered into a million pieces. And then I had to go and tell like a manager, like, excuse me, I know you just opened, but I just feel like a bottle of fish sauce. And I swear to you. It was like a fire brigade. All I heard was nook manga or nook manga, you know, and which is like a broken fish sauce. And then they had a code for it, a specific code yes, for this situation. <laughs> immediately, every single person who, that I knew who worked in the shop came with cardboard. Like, oh no! Like they just like I. It's it, it's over twenty years ago, and I still feel shame about it today. 
like I had to confess it to them every time I see them. <laughs> you That's know, so like, funny. I don't want, you know, so anyway. So yeah, don't fear it, but respect it. Because you're right. It, it is something that I don't want to say it's an acquired thing. You know, I grew up eating it, but for whatever reason, you know, for the same thing with the Korean Dengjang, I, I just didn't like the smell. And then I've grown to really love it. And then I learned, oh my God, my mom has put fish sauce in every single thing she's ever yeah, made for the most that's part. The, right, that, it's the secret ingredient, right? That's sort of what I was trying to say, Dave. It's like, you love all these things and you're like, oh, the, th- the common bond is fish sauce. That's what made it oh, delicious. She puts it in her kimchi jjigae. She puts it in her, all her soups. She puts it in goddamn everything. And I'm like, oh, the secret is fish sauce. And Deep, I know you know this too. And Chris, we have a lot of the mutual friends. There's a moment when I'm going to say white chefs <laughs> that are very good chefs, very, very good chefs. Their food starts to change in flavor, <laughs> right? And, and their dishes that clearly are maybe look Eurocentric, American, but you know that they've uh, embraced the funk. They, they have realized like, I can't make anything anymore without fish sauce. There's like a real moment. It's like before fish sauce and after fish sauce. You got you, you know what I mean? It's like, and then people have like, oh my God. And then fish sauce turns into shirodashi and all these other derivatives of what fish sauce actually is. But the OG flavor bomb that makes food extraordinarily delicious is fish sauce. And I am so happy that Deep is with Red Boat. And I think it's the best fish sauce that I can get my hands on. And I think it's it's clear, Chris, like, I mean, yeah, I have other fish sauce because I just don't use them as much as I go through Red Boat. Yeah, we're, we're a Red Boat exclusive household actually here. Like, you, I'm, t- I'm, you keep on talking to Deep. I'm going to show you something. <laughs> I mean, Deep, so can you explain? So, so I think for people out there who are, even for me, who I've been cooking with fish sauce for a long time now, but like, you know this, this is, Dave is not the only one, like across the culinary universe, Red Boat is the fish sauce of choice. You just said it yourself, like tasting it when you first started working with them, you're like, oh, the first press, this is what we're saying. Can you sort of put into taste culinary terms what what he's talking about? Why is Red Boat different? Like shill for your company a little bit here for me. <laughs> well, um, okay. Well, that makes me extremely uncomfortable. But, you know, for me, like, I'm just going to pretend that... I- how evangelical I was before I became their R&D chef was it really is the clarity. It really is the, um, you, when you taste it, you go, why is this different? Why does this have so much depth? And you just realize looking at the label, it only has two ingredients. And that makes a lot of a difference. And because it's like our, our, our food system has been so commercialized and industrialized, you know, we, we've kind of been trained to not know what that tastes like. And so it is like this, this, it's just, a, it's just like a, a fish sauce that you would reserve for your family, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. like we're fish sauce makers, they would make fish sauce and sell it out to like whatever, what, <laughs> but keep you the know? good shit for themselves. Yes. The, the, yes. The they keep, stuff. they keep yeah. that stuff, you know? And, and it's like, because it doesn't, um, except for a few companies, it doesn't make any sense. Cause everybody just is so like, I can get it for like a buck, you know? I'm like, well, you get what you pay for a buck, you know? So I, what do you I, got, wanted, Dave? I, I wanted to show you something. <laughs> <laughs> First of yes, all, first yes. of all, what's beautiful is Dave is holding up the, the you you know you're a, a true connoisseur when you have the jumbo size. <laughs> this is the only sauce. way you can live. How big is I that? Use is that more than a liter? So much. That's, this a, is that's a sixty-four ounce. Yeah, it's like that's, a Gatorade. <laughs> Dave, you and I are the same age. It's similarly age, so you remember the 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 D- double AMP. big gulp. Yeah. Yes, the AMPM bladder buster. bladder buster size fish sauce. Like, That's what it is. I'll be honest. Once I got down to this level, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I started to really use less of it in my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh. I got to really be judicious in how much fish sauce I'm going to use. That's so real. You know what I mean? It is. It is. It's like you start to panic, you know? And the best part are the on the salt salt crystals, like the marijuana crystals that you get on the bottom of this. <laughs> but like, I've got another thing coming. But this lasts me like two months, three months. I, I go through it. so much. It's fucking insane. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's like, it's like what you were saying though, Dave. And I, I'm curious about like in, in the book too, Deep, but like, it's so versatile, but it's not a thing, Dave, like you've talked about, uh, say something like hondashi or something. If you start to overuse hondashi, the flavor just becomes boring. It's Everything tastes like that. 
fish sauce you can use in so many contexts and like it doesn't make everything taste like fish sauce. I don't think people realize the versatility of fish sauce when when used in combination with other things, particularly acidity and sweetness, it mellows it out and it turns it into something that, you know, is a is in that realm of flavors like Sichuan Mala, where you can actually start once you get to that level, you can start to taste different things or um, certain kinds of blue cheese. Like when I had a gorgonzola dolce with like white truffles shaved on it, I was like, what the fuck? And then I tasted it. I was like, oh, in a very different way in my mind how I process it. Fish sauce can be very frontal. Like, you know, it's there, but if you use it in a way that's judicious and you understand how it works with other ingredients, it becomes like just one beautiful song. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I kind of think of like fish sauce is like the life coach for your food, you know, unless you're a vegetarian, it's like, it's, it's a, it, it can play like a really strong role and be like up front, or it could just be in the background and just helping like the chicken taste more chickeny or, or whatever. It's Gene, it's Gene Hackman. <laughs> cheat hacker yes, of sauces. Exactly. It's an old white man. It's an old white man. It's just an old white man that makes you feel comfortable because it's okay. there. Is that, what? Enough? is that enough selling white people? Are you going to get behind Chris sauce now? This is Gene Hackman. This is Gene Hackman. If you close your eyes, you're watching a Gene Hackman film. Oh, 100% going to Photoshop Gene Hackman onto a bottle of Red Boat. So deep, like in the in the cookbook that you, you're you're that's coming out this year, is it? Do you have recipes in there that are outside of this the sort of like Vietnamese canon? Is it like some of the stuff we're talking about here too, where it's used in other contexts? Yeah, we you know I mean the first kind of like. Uh thing that you know this the secret ingredient anybody's like recipe is always with like a spaghetti as my secret ingredient so we definitely have a, like a, a pasta sauce in there but you know we have like a, a crab roll you know mm. you can put in your, uh, your 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 seafood chowder yeah so you know as long as you're not vegetarian like you know because the thing is that you know i love soy sauce you know, I love your soy sauce, you know, but sometimes like, you know, when you put some, it just, it changes the, the flavor too much. But with like, if you use fish sauce, I think it, it can just really be this behind the scenes flavor that you kind of don't know why it's like so great, you know. Um, but then at the same time, it'd be very forward to like a nook jam for sure. That's very fish sauce forward uh, or like eggs and, and fish sauce. Eggs and fish sauce is, is you, you can definitely taste that forwardness in in there but you know but not it, eggs eggs fried eggs and fried rice and fish sauce no you can't yes that that does mask it yes but right. you know, like you know like my favorite it's like a northern favorite it's just like boiled eggs and fish sauce it's like struggle food but it's delicious eggs you know, just boil an egg it's fine you boil an egg you add fish sauce and rice you're just it just yeah you know, this whole thing I see on Instagram and I know this is, you know, eggs and rice. It's not just a Korean thing. This is, this is Asian. If you're yeah, Asian, yeah. literally all of Asia has survived because of chicken eggs and rice. Or duck, or duck eggs. Or duck, <laughs> or duck eggs, eggs, duck yeah. eggs, right? Really? Yeah. I, yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I was like, cause you're not Asian. <laughs> you won't, you won't fucking understand. <laughs> One more thing I like about fish sauce that soy sauce can't do or tamari and even all momofu's own soy sauce and tamari is a lot of times color is important to me when i'm making a broth and fish sauce doesn't make it seem dark and muddy and and it's just an amazing aesthetic you can add something and it can still seem super clean and transparent um and i love it i love i love fish sauce i use it in almost everything and i i'm, I'm just so happy that Red Boat exists because it is, you know, the story of how Red Boat came to be and the hustle for it to get to where it is today is just, it's amazing. Like it's so many places. And that started out deep with like just a dream and a hustle. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and especially I think, you know, what's also important with Red Boat when I started working was just that um, the transparency in terms of labor. To, you know, like we talk, we're talking about fisheries is so, there's so much like slavery involved and so much stuff overseas. So, you know, I do like that Red Bull's a vertically integrated, uh, uh, company. So they, they, their, their fishing crew that is part of the company. And so, you know, in terms of labor, it's, it's good too. And, you know, Dave, I always harp on the labor. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, one of the one of the reasons why I, I wanted to talk about the sort of genesis for Deep's current appearance on the on the on the podcast, and uh, a couple of things led us to reach out to Deep. In addition to the fact that we are huge fans <laughs> of what you do, number one was Dave and I are are have professed our love many times about the the Vietnamese summer roll. And Deep, you're just gonna have to correct us every time we mispronounce something today. But you know, we love. Summer rolls. I was at Brodard, which Dave and I both love in so Southern good. California. B- beloved Brodard. Many people love it. So Dave and I were talking about summer rolls. We were talking about I mean, which one of the things that people go to Brodard for is that you can buy these in the big, huge aluminum trays. You can buy like 150 of these. You see so many families coming out on the weekend to buy these trays for takeaway. Uh, you know, we've been to like Dave and I have been to potlucks and picnics in LA where people show up with these and everyone's super happy. But we wanted to hear from the source a little bit more about where we should be going to both for summer rolls or for other dishes, uh, Vietnamese dishes that. And how you do know. you pronounce? How do you pronounce it? Because yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I we we did a demystified about pronouncing pronouncing food, and I think we're going to have a pronunciation B uh, on 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 uh, foreign food words or just foreign words in general, or just words just in words. English that I can't words. pronounce. <laughs> And right up there, um, I would say for me that are the most, I have the most fear in pronouncing it, it, are, are two countries that clearly have uh, a long history together is, is French and Vietnamese. Vietnamese to me is so scary to try to pronounce that I just don't do it at all. I can't because I don't want to, I don't want to butcher it. So I'd rather sound like an, a, a more than normally dumb Dave. And and yeah. and just point to a number, get somebody else that can speak it. I, the last thing I want to do is pronounce anything Vietnamese because you just saying "ban mi," I was like, I'm never going to be able to pronounce it like that. Deep, You're like I, well, I, I, you know, I, I do think like you know there are people who are non who didn't grow up in a Vietnamese household and can pick up Vietnamese. I think it's because they have to have some musicality. Hmm. Because because the, the the it's so tonal, so you know. Not saying you're not musical. No, no, no. <laughs> but, I, I mean, but, you know, you're not <laughs> for it. Well, the, the, I don't think that's the only reason that uh, I can't pick it up. But um, but like you know, I've I've noticed that people who are better at, at 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 you know when they just kind of pick up the musicality of a language, they can get pick it up better. But yeah, I mean. They're still friends. Friends of mine still to this day, like just like try to like, how do you really pronounce it? I'm like, can we just stop with that because you're never gonna get it. Yeah. And I don't want to do that anymore. You know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to hear you try over just call me what so you know. It's by. deep. It's deep. It's fine. I've come to terms with it. You know what I mean. <laughs> but Guy Quan, yeah. So so Guy Quan, can you? Guy, guy, guy. Yeah, so guy. There's a there's a question in there. Guy, you know. Okay, that's like the third tone in Chinese. Guy, guy. Yeah, guy. but put it put it on there. Guy, 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 Quan. 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 So now you go. Uh, now you go. Guy, Quan. Guy, Quan. Guy, Quan. And say that fast, and you won't ever be. Guy, Quan. <laughs> so that's so that this is what we're talking about, right? So the name, so yeah. the, the ones we're talking about specifically are the are the Guy Quan that have yeah. the grilled pork sausage the little tightly rolled fried uh well that's that's wrapper. you know sometimes they call that's not really not like see that that's when you get into just like the whole universe of guan because uh-huh. then you would have you wouldn't call nam guan gai guan sometimes you might call gai guan with nam nương but mm-hmm. you know you would like it's like it's it's really just like a descriptor guan is just a wrap and so like if the 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 sausage from uh, brodard that's the nam nương so you have nam guan so okay. it's wrapped, you know, like, like, you know, like, uh, empanada means it's wrapped in, 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 in flour or whatever, mm-hmm. but you know, but you can say like one and though if they're a special, if their specialization is them, they're going to know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. So the nem is the sausage part. So basically we're talking about a, a wrap with the sausage in it. And like, that's, I think Dave's, that's our favorite one. Like, do you like, you like the other varieties too with other, other like, proteins? Like, you know, pork and shrimp, mm-hmm. that's the, that's kind of like your typical like one, you know? But then, you know, I, I do think, you know, um, among uh, non-Vietnamese, maybe the Nam, Nam Quan, you know, the Nam Nương uh, is, is more popular. Yeah. Um, have you ever made one with um, leftover turkey? before <laughs> no we're going straight we, into we'll it. get into this later <laughs> i just you, know, I, I, you, you you can but you know turkey it, it can't be breast 
Hmm. You know, like, I mean, it, it, you can, you can use, you can, you know, I, I, when I had the restaurant, I had chicken breast, like, you know, but if you're trying to like go for like a punch, I would, if I would could choose, I would choose a, a turkey thigh. But for me in this household, the thigh is never left over. It's the, <laughs> it's, it's the turkey breast. It's a turkey breast. You know, so, Clearly. yeah, so. If you're if you're trying to like replicate because you're a chosen one, you're a chosen one. You understand? (laughs) I mean, if you're you're trying to replicate Nam Noong, a turkey breast is not going to do it for you. You know, you're going to so, but a like one, which is like a a a boiled pork belly, then you can use chicken or turkey breast because it will simulate because you know boiled pork belly and boiled um, poached uh, shrimp; those are very neutral flavors. So. It's more like what you're what you're trying to do. I would actually just do. I would wrap like crispy pork belly, like Chinese style pork belly in 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 a spring roll, well, or a summer roll. Who who would have thought that pork and shrimp would be best friends? You know, <laughs> uh, all of it's, Asia, all of yeah. Asia. What are you talking? About? I know, but it's like. What a what a what what a like a dominating surf and turf combination. It is just. Yeah. It's so good. How the hell those two pair well together just is beyond me. Pork and shrimp every day over steak and lobster. Every That's day. A, I, was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> every Fuck day. steak and lobster. <laughs> Fuck steak and lobster, man. <laughs> every day. Every day. Unless, pork and shrimp. Unless, it's, uh, unless the steak is baluplak. You know? Oh, yeah. And, All right. Or, or, <laughs> and, and, and the lobster is Newport lobster with noodles. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's know? the newser. Yeah. Oh, man. We were, I was thinking too small. That would be that would be delicious. That's a, that's a server turf I could get behind. We just dropped. Uh, you're going to have to explain the the, 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 the the beef dish. The combo you just described. The combo you just What is the beef dish in, in the name? It's, it's, it's look ball, meaning um, beef. Look like means shaken, so it's the the translation is shaking beef. So that's a great steak recipe. And Newport Newport Seafood does both of them really really well. You know, I, I, and they're known for that. I don't remember any time when we go there, we don't order those two things. Oh my god, lobster noodles with shaking beef. And on it's the a side. that's Fuck a Viet Chinese like hybrid, amazing restaurant that should be enshrined. For oh greatness. God. That sounds so yes. wonderful. It definitely is enshrined in my heart. So for real. Yeah. And they spawn all these these different um different restaurants in the SGV too, you know, that look exactly like that. Oh, totally. <laughs> that's that's my favorite thing. The 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 uh, d- the designer imposter ones. What uh let's get into the the matter at hand here though. Describe for me so what what makes a good guy quan and like and then let's start no, getting into some you didn't pronounce it right, Chris. Gai Kwan. Gai Kwan. What makes it? You have to. It's almost a quiz of What makes a good fresh Vietnamese roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm mean, trying. I like that you use the word summer roll because then you know, like sometimes it's spring roll, and you get all like, and then spring roll means something different in the West. No, nah, it's a summer roll. This is a summer Coast, roll. You know. Yeah. So, what so. makes a good one in your mind? Because I feel like you have an opinion. What makes a good one? I, I think. I think a good one is I, I'm, all, I'm all about the sauce I'm, I'm i'm like when i was a kid chicken mcnuggets french fries was always about the ketchup or always about the dipping sauce like it's just it's just a vehicle for more sauce no so no i'm like, sorry you, it hinges which, on the sauce which mcdonald's sauce are you dipping your chicken nuggets in just honey mustard honey mustard oh, honey deep. we can't be friends oh honey no mustard. we can't be friends uh, 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 <laughs> it's over are you barbecue are you barbecue what are the you, great what are you? The, no the great schism has already happened in the religion we <laughs> We thought what, we had what, what, something. What are your sauces? Sweet and sour, Holy nothing. Mustard. It's sweet and sour, <laughs> nothing. You're like, you're sweet, like no, Greek Orthodox sour, now. No, I don't no, understand no. it. Sweet, no sweet, no, no. You know, uh, you know, I'm King Henry, and I'm gonna just declare, <laughs> nope. No, no honey mustard. <laughs> no, All right, let's just pretend that never happened. <laughs> um. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> The sauce, so sauce. Of, you know, what are what are some of the sauces? Because I feel like a lot of people don't know. I feel like I've had a crab dipping sauce that's like cream, like a like a bisque almost before. Do you know what I'm talking about, Deep? Uh, well, it, it, I, I think you're talking about one, the one that has like um, ground up uh, a pork. I mean, a uh, shrimp. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one, and I don't see it that often. Um, no, you don't. And you know, for me. I mean, I, I also like, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that is as popular in the U.S., but I like a samuro with a nook jum, like a mm-hmm. fish sauce based nook jum, you know, like I think here in the U.S., everybody kind of gravitates towards more like the hoisin peanut, 
base. You always That's the worst two. one, though. I think. I think the hoisin, the hoisin peanut, peanut is the worst no, dipping no, sauce. No, a, a no, good it's the one, worst one. A good one. A good. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 this is not a hill I want to die on. Um, but uh, but for me, like my favorite sauce at this moment, which which uh, then dictates my favorite summer roll, is at a place called Five Stars uh, Hoi. And it, because their sauce is made out of, um, it's not fish sauce base. It might have some fish sauce in it, but I don't think it's, it's, it's made out of her fermented soybean. I don't think it's a paste because it's pretty liquidy, like a soy sauce, but it's not a soy sauce. It's not dark like that at all. It's really, uh, beigey, you know, and, um, it's, it's, it's got a lot of umami, all that stuff. And it's just so delicious. And they put pork in there. I think they might put some shrimp in there, but it's just like such a balance. And it is also like such a, a, a regional thing from Hue, the central part of Vietnam. And it, because it is the, it makes the best sauce they produce, in my opinion, the best summer rolls so far out there. It's called Five Stars Hue. And it, they have a few locations. Uh, we go to the Alhambra one, but there's one in El Monte. And I think there's two more, two more locations. Deep. I'm so happy. That's only like 10 minutes away from me. Um, no, so. no, it's, it's so, it's so because their, their Nam Nung is not actually not Nam Nung. It's very specific Nam. Nam just means pork in Vietnamese. So really, when you talk about like Vietnamese words, that mean it's like, like Smurf words, you know, like just mean a million different things. Nam just means pork. It <laughs> also could words. mean egg rolls, you know, it could also mean, you know, like it just, it could just mean pork, you know? Um, and so their Nam Nung, their, their pork, sausage is called nam louis and it's um the texture is really just uh, superb and their their seasoning and then sometimes you get a little bit like would like in, in one sausage maybe you get four little cracked pepper so you kind of get mm. this like whoa what the fuck you know like uh zinginess <laughs> you know uh but their sauce is just exemplary and i'm not sure if they still do this because of supply chain issues but they were the only ones I knew in, in the U.S. that had a no-dip rice paper. Oh, interesting. So, no How does that dip. work? It's very thin. And all. it just really, it's it just, you're, you moisten it really from like just the, the, the residue moisture of your lettuce. Interesting. So, so just so people know, traditionally, like in most places, you have a kind of dried rice paper roll that has to be sort of rehydrated in warm water before it becomes pliable and you can roll it up. But this is a non-no-dip Rice paper. Amazing. I, I don't even understand. You basically just explained to me, um, this is how you run. <laughs> this is, if you run quickly, you can run on water. I, I don't yeah, even understand exactly. what you just said. <laughs> this, this place has dry water. Seriously. <laughs> no, it is, it is like uh, amazing. And there's like different, there's again, like this whole universe of different kinds of no dip, you know, but the one I really love is super fragile. I think why is, I mean, you know, Dave, you wish you get into the, you know, the business of importing this dip because it's, it's just really super fragile. So I think like, you know, just like, you know, how like a, a really insipid, a thick skin, red, delicious apple became the supermarket apple because it was easy to transport. You know, I think the tapioca rice paper is, has become ubiquitous and just kind of the, the, the rice paper of choice is because it is just easy to transport. It doesn't, it, it's, it, it holds up. It's, it's a hard shell. Ta- it's a hard shell taco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So it just crumbles, but it's, 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 it's almost like the rice paper uh, you get like outside, like a white rabbit, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, right, 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 that, right, right. You know, white rabbit, like the, the candy that you eat the paper. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's, that's super cool. See, isn't that enough reason to go and, and check them out if they still have it there? Cause they might not just because of supply chain issues, but I'm like, you must have a, a connected Vietnam to be able to do this because it is not something that I've seen wholesalers. And like, I think it's, it's the Holy Grail. Yeah. Like, Certain chefs, their the holy grail is the 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 Norman kumquat because it doesn't have seeds, so you don't have to like, you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, everybody goes crazy every time that the kumquat's all the all the pastry chefs take it because it doesn't, it just cuts out so much labor. I think for like people restaurants that have uh, summer rolls, it's like this is the this is the, the the holy grail. Like we we just had a friend who talked about how like it was really awkward. Like she was eating seven courses of beef somewhere, and no one knew that they needed to dip the rice paper and then no one knew the etiquette of having to like carry the rice paper to other people so they can dip it. So only half the table. Oh my God. It was just like, this I is like exactly the way we need to know how to eat things like this. Is, I mean, I, you know, I, I think we laugh, but it's like, it's hard. 
hold on. You've already jumped the gun here. People are like, did she, did someone's listening to this right now in their car? Like, did she just say the seven fishes? Did you say the seven fishes? Nope, she did not. She's not. She, we're not. She, we don't have Stanley Tucci on today. We've got Deep Chan. What is seven courses of beef? Well, seven courses of beef is just this, uh, this kind of banquety food you get. Uh, you can make it at home too. It's like it includes hot pot. It's 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 pretty literally. I mean, you've done, you already know this day because you and Tian had an amazing. No, that bus. was all Tin Ho, baby. That was all Tin Ho. God bless. He, that was the sickest. That was so good, man. Oh, oh my man, God. he's one I of the very very it. best. Buff set façon, right? You know, like he said it in French. You know, like it was amazing. It's just like there's like um like a like a tried and true route, like the road to seven courses of beef. Like you do this, you do that, you know. But then like someone like Tian like takes that and does beef seven different ways. You know, it was um so usually there's like a rare beef, um a beef that you, it's like a hot pot, but it's a like vinegar broth. Oh. You know. And then you have like a, a porridge. Always there's a porridge in the end. So in other ways, like, you know, use all the animal because you have used all the, the fine cuts, but the for the porridge you need you need bones. And so you use up all the bones that you use. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. And that's how you should eat beef in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then you but now there's like seven courses of fish too. Like there is a feast uh, a feast of seven fishes but uh, just different uh preparations like there's my favorite of the seven courses was the 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 cow fat like you have i think it's like maybe like round you know i round and then just you just roll it up with like a little tiny bit of like barely charred onion like a mm-hmm. wedge of that and oh then you God. would grill that and then the the the, the cow fat would get all caramely and then the, the the sides of the onions will get caramely but the inside it's still got oh you know some bite to it i'm dying yeah that was the best description of food <laughs> i'm fucking dying that sounds so good that was so good fuck you food writers we can't do what you just did well i only know this because i had to roll the, that bullshit like at 12 years old you know <laughs> Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, so five stars away, right by Dave's house. What I'm, I'm looking at their menu right now, what I love, and this is what this is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, Deep, is like they've got a whole party trays section of the menu. And this is a very special thing because there's so many, there's a bunch of like, you know, you have the summer rolls and then you have the fried, the cha, chagyo, chagyo. That's all. <laughs> chagyo. Uh, which are amazing, you know the, the the fried rolls. There's so many actually Vietnamese dishes that lend themselves perfectly. And like I'm I'm dealing with like friends Thanksgiving things coming up here, and I don't have access to Vietnamese restaurants like this. But like I think if you roll up to a, a holiday party with a party tray from Five Stars Way or whatever, like you you win, like you just flat out win. Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a way to have you win because there's this lady. And uh, the the company is called Jia, fifty four day. I don't know why the day is there, but <laughs> I I feel like the fifty four might really be the year partition, the DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, because all of the numbers in like Vietnamese restaurants have like significance for like Vietnamese history, right? For the most part, yes, some sort of significant date. So, um, but they've been doing jia, which jia just again jia, a whole universe of jia. Jia is just like a paste. So anything that becomes like you can have jia ga, which means uh fish paste, jia tom, which means trip, trip. You know, so jia, so like a jia lua is uh is 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 the pork version of that. Okay. Okay. But lua is okay. I'm gonna fuck this up. Lua is not um. It doesn't mean pork. It means silk. 
because of the texture. Anyway. So, wait, wait, wait. So, so you're helping it, me win. So it's co wait. Spell the spell the whole name of this play, the business. And you can look it up on Instagram. It's C H A J. The the number fifty four. Uh huh. And the word day D A Y. Okay. And uh, you she ships she ships it frozen to you all the stuff. So all the sorts of jazz all. Oh man, fuck you, friends Thanksgiving. I just won. This is the best. She's really great. She she you can you can order via DM and then you can pick it up at R and B in Westminster, R and B Boba or R and B T. And she also like supplies to ABC uh two ABC markets in Orange County. I mean, she like she hustles, you know, and her family has been doing it for like decades. And what's her what is her jam that you love best that she makes? Is it the, is it the pork loaf or is it what else do you I, love? You know, I like the uh, the head cheese. I love mm. a good head. You know, it's it's uh, you know it's, it's it's a very northern thing. You know, it's it's not everybody's cup of tea gelatinous. Uh, jelly meats but i love it so (laughs) (laughs) all right do you have other suggestions for either the summer rolls or other places where we can be nabbing some party trays what else do you think what other dishes are amazing from the canon i think um you know i think any bun me place that has their own like um, power move oh my god you're back like, at our that team. Their, that, that make their own bun mi also has, has a full kitchen. So they do like, you know, like I know Dave, you're a huge fan of bun mi chikali. Bun mi chikali is solid. You yeah. know what I mean? And they have a huge yeah. vegetarian selection too, like vegan selection. So everyone gives me like, everyone gives me shit for liking it. I'm like, why? They make good food and it's everything <laughs> from scratch. And yeah, there has like 18 locations, but it's delicious. Well, yeah, for, 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 for me, I think I feel like they kind of really kind of popularize the buy three, get one free. But, you know, and I'm like, ah, this is like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so that hurts. That hurts a little bit. Just like we don't have to. We don't have to be doing this, but we do. You know, um, so then every every bakery after after had to do that deal. And I think that's a little onerous. But, you know, I, you know, it's perhaps them, they do, they could do good work. Um, I love this, uh, okay, you go to Little Saigon and you go to this place called Nam Hoa. It's a, it's a, it's a supermarket that actually was the first supermarket in Orange County to sell Red Boat. And wow. it was, it's over 40 years old, I think. My grandparents went there and then they also supplied the first spa, 79, with, um, with meats too. So they that long history in Little Saigon, but, it's still owned by the same people. They're like, she's, she's, her, she's fucking wonderful. Like if you ever see her, she's like, she's like elderly, but she is still kicking and she is still making these jazza, but frozen. And hers is shrimp and crab. And they are the best I've had, even though I do not believe in superlatives. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was amazed. And also she's a northerner, you know, so it's just like when I walk into the Namwa, it's just like, yeah, like the, the accent is like, you know, I don't have to like, what kind of accent is this? Like, I understand, understand the words she uses, you know. Um, <laughs> but fro- you can buy the frozen pre-rolls. Yes. Fry them at home. And the fact she does not charge, she, she does not, it's not cheap. It's like she charges a proper price. I'm like, I love it. Slow clap. You know what I mean? I'm like, (laughs) good on you. Like she was just like, no, I've been doing this way too long. Like I'm not going to like try to like make the cheapest jazz all, you know, I'm making a shrimp and crab jazz all. That's amazing. And so I usually clean her out when I, when I, um, when I go there. And were you suggesting just for the record here, were you suggesting that we roll, you roll that people roll up to a potluck, friends, Thanksgiving, holiday party, whatever, with a big bag of banh mi sandwiches. Cause I Why love not? that. I Why fucking not? love it. Why not exactly? That's the best move. Dave, come on. It's so much better than everything there, maybe with the exception of a good stuffing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's going to be better then you know it's like the in sports drafts you, you draft the best player you know <laughs> i mean the i literally the only concern you would have is like um i'm going to make everybody feel bad because nobody's going to want to eat any of the food other than this thing well no okay you, you pre-game with the summer rolls cuz that's not very carby that's the thing it's so healthy it's so healthy Dish. I think I think there's a lot of sugar in that dip. But you, know, you know, you know, I'm triple, triple You know, and- you know, it's three Asian people who when it's when it's uh it's rice noodles wrapped with pork and shrimp in a rice paper being dipped into sugar sauce. Like, very healthy. There's lettuce in there. 
Yeah, a salad. I'm eating salad. I'm eating salad. That's, That's how I eat salad. I, I do prefer places. They're 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 guan. They're they're like guan or nam guan doesn't contain um, noodles, and I like that much better. I do too. I, I I'm not a big noodle sometimes, but. I maybe it's I've been spending too much time in sunny LA. I like all the the loaded vegetable ones because it yeah. makes me feel like I'm eating something good. But you know, I I, I don't also have friends uh, who like oh they insist on the noodles because the noodles help soak up the sauce. Anyway, but I'm a I'm a no noodle. Are those people? What skin color are they? Oh no, they're Vietnamese. They're Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> they're Vietnamese who've been through the war. Okay, they like earned their stripes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got five stars play. We've got a sh- we've got a, a shippable source for people like me who are lost in the wilderness. We've got Namhua Market where you can get uh, pre rolls. Uh, you have an amazing suggestion for banh mi. You got anything else for for the uh, person who's trying to cater a party or trying to bring some party trays? You know what I I, I stumbled upon as an accident that I, I really dig is you know I don't know if people like the banh mi's, but Mister Lee sandwiches. Or is it Mr. Baguette? Mr. Lee's? Lee's and wings, Mr. Baguette. Lee's chicken wings are delicious. I don't know what the fuck they do to them. Lee's they're chicken so, wings? They're, they have chicken chicken nuggets and chicken wings. Fucking great. Extremely good. I bet it involves fish sauce. That's why you're loving it. I would have never thought to, to get to get it there. But, you know, I definitely... Uh, <laughs> kindest, kindest response. tell you everything about me. <laughs> she's, like, I won't she's never walked in and seen the fried chicken and been like, yeah, that's what I want to order. Well, it's kind of like you go to a boba place and you get the fried cuttlefish or, you know, like, it's just like, <laughs> I'm not there for that. I'm that's not there me. for that. I know, neither am I, because I'm getting everything too. You know what um, I mean? Oh, I my mean, God. Oh, I definitely, I definitely overorder. Like, I, I'm definitely someone like, I don't need all this, but I'm going to get it all and I'm going to eat half of it in the car. And yeah. so, because I'm going to eat it in secret. So then my partner won't know that I'm like exceeding my sodium content for the day. <laughs> God bless you. You, you really are the <laughs> you are you are the the chosen one. We'll just we'll forget about that I honey mustard. I want to die early thing. death. Yeah, I'm tr- I try not to, but yeah, try not to. But yeah, like if, I feel like a bun me. You cannot order a bun me and not eat it in the car. It's just it's just impossible. It's impossible. I know. It's the crumbs. If you get a really crusty loaf, you get crumbs everywhere. That's the fucking problem. And as much as you hate the buy three get one free move discount, that's what that free one's for. That's a that's a treat for the driver. That's a driver tip. <laughs> Dude, can, I mean, there's so many things. Uh, I'm clearly we're going to have to go deeper into all of this. Um, this is just such a good topic to 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 speak about. I think it's incredibly educational. It'll make people better eaters. We'll be supporting a lot of businesses. But what is what are some tips for people when they go to a restaurant? Because we're not even talking about making some of the stuff at home. That's a whole nother podcast or several podcasts. What are the things that you see are the biggest faux pas? when ordering Vietnamese food. Just don't do it. You know, I think, especially if you're ordering something big and you didn't give them a lot of time, like you ordered like an hour ahead or two hours, you know, like 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 if you're going to order a big tray, like if, you, you know, there, there are places that will take that order, but it's going to fuck them up, you know? Don't go in there and just like hover over, you know, like th- th- that's yeah. for me. I fucking hate, I just like, calm the fuck down. We're all fucking waiting here, okay? You know? <laughs> and I just fucking, it's just like, it makes me so happy I'm not in the industry anymore because I fucking hate you, you know? Like, just, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like if I had like a blood pressure, um, you know, monitor, it'd be, you know, it'd explode, you know? So, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm like super sensitive to the faux pas. Like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up everything, you know? Don't ask for anything special. I just like at this point, don't ask for anything special. Whatever is on the menu is on the menu. If you don't like something, don't order it, you know? And then, yeah, the hovering, uh, for sure, like just pre-order like a day ahead. You know, they don't need like a, you know, like a week ahead or something, but just like pre-order, especially during like the holidays. You just want, you just, these are like, these are real life human beings dying in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if you can order your, if you can order your apple pie three months in advance, you can order your, your summer rolls three days in advance. Come yes, on. Yes. If you can go to Santa Monica farmer's market and then, you know, buy, <laughs> uh, you know, heirloom bespoke bejeweled apples and you know you just like shut up just like just go there don't be a dick um don't ruin it for everybody don't do it for the locals i think you know you don't i think you you'll agree with this dave like it's not just the physical work it's the aggravation 
it's a fucking aggravation. So don't aggravate people. And just know that the rest of workers are the, 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 the lowest paid workers, <laughs> you know, get a lot of shit, you know? So it's for me, it's, it is a common courtesy thing. Yeah. And then tip, tip and tip more because all these places don't charge enough. So tip 20, for me, I'm going to say, I'm going to get a lot of hate for it. Tip 25% and more, 24% and more. There's mm-hmm. no hate. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just like, I don't care Period. if you're dining in or not. If you dine in, tip 35. You know, like, just, <laughs> it's just what it is because it's like, the, it's so cheap. Like, because of like the, what we're trained to like, uh, pay for, for, uh, for Asian food, it's already so low. You gotta tip higher. You can't tip as if you're going to a fine dining restaurant and 20% or 25% or, you know, like the 18% service charge is gonna do it. It's, it doesn't, you right. know? So. Can I can I ask you an a uh, an eating ordering etiquette related question about this though? Because this is a thing. Dave and I talk about this all the time. When we go to your sort of standard issue kind of catch all pho restaurant, you know, we are our our go to is like we each order our pho, whichever varieties and toppings we want, and then we get a little. <laughs> Boon on the side, like just just because we wanted some noodles, noodles, noodles. Okay, okay. The the true order. I'm sorry, I'm lying. The true order is imperial roll (laughs) to start, pho, and then another boon with grilled pork and more imperial with the side with with the with the imperial rolls in in it in it. Yeah, because we want them both on their own. So I would do what I would do is go to pho eighty seven, get the pho. And get their spring roll with char grilled pork. So you get the rice noodle salad situation, but it's in a roll. In the roll. Okay. So you're trying to reduce our intake. No. And then you can (laughs) order like an extra bun sale. You know what I mean? There you go. (laughs) Okay. I'm never, I'm never about cutting the order. I'm about (laughs) like, let's game it so you can order another thing. But like, let's say you're going to, if you're going to eat summer rolls, are you going out to a restaurant and just like, we're going to have summer rolls and like, that's the meal? Or is summer rolls prelude to something else? You eat it. Do oh you, God, I mean, you, you personally. Obviously, you obviously don't know me because <laughs> I'm always the one. Like the, the trend motto that even my little nephew, when he was five, learned is we don't eat everything. We can always take it home. So we like are over <laughs> We are over orderers. I'm trying to cut that down a little bit. But uh, yeah, I, it's never like. A friend of mine, like she's been trained by me so much that she she went she moved to the Bay Area and she's like, oh my god, I'm so unhappy here. I was like, why? Because all these people don't want to share, so they just go in and order a curry, and that's it. That's it. Order a curry. I I can't even imagine. Makes you no know, sense. and so she's like, and she was like, this is what? Like we're not ordering with two of us. We're not ordering five things. You know. Deep. You know that moment sometimes when you order with some friends and you're going out to dinner and 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 then you want to order more, but you don't want to look like a total fucking pig in front of your friends and and then you finish everything and everyone's like, oh wow, it's perfect order. There's like nothing left. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, a failure. Perfect. That's not that's perfect. Not I'm like <laughs> a failure. That's just, what that shows you is we didn't order enough fucking food. <laughs> The idea that you, you ate exactly as much food that was there and that's perfect is is so cocky. You're just like, oh, we did it. Like, how do you know you did it? How do you know oh, unless you had more? It's an F. Congratulations <laughs> you know? for failing. There's more food there. Jesus. Well, you know, I mean, I feel like that's a person that should eat alone. You know, it's just they should just eat alone. I it's thought like, you said that's a person who should be alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's a person who doesn't deserve love. <laughs> Okay, that's just fucked up. That's what I'm I thought say that's that. what you said. I agree, it's fucked up. I thought that's what I you mean, said. I mean, it's because they they obviously don't understand your idea of like why you would want to eat with someone else. If you just want to eat just to like um, for energy, like I dated someone who just ate for energy. It was so. <laughs> It's, it's important to know date dated in past tense. Yeah, that did not tense. work no out longer well. together. Yeah, um, it was. I was like, I was like, really? It's just like, yeah, I just all I need. I'm like, oh, I don't need this, but I want it. <laughs> you know, so, but so for it. me, like, that's like, you know, it's kind of also like I, I, I actually made this rule. Like, I don't actually eat with anybody that wants to split the check by what they ordered. Like, I refuse to eat with people like that because I just, I, it just, it's just very uncomfortable. You know, and it's like it's not, and it's they're like they're bad like, people. They're bad people. That's it's not. That. It's not. Yeah, because, they, I mean, yeah, they are. Not. They are. Come on, just say it. I mean, some people are 
on a really tight budget, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just not how I like to eat. So I just would not like, I would like to hang out with you for coffee or something where it's just, <laughs> it's just that way we just go and we order and then we, you just, it's, it's, it's not something I want like a long extended thing. And then in the end I have to deal with this calculation, you Venmo, know, like, I'll the Venmo. I don't know how to Venmo. <laughs> well, speaking of weirder interactions with folks, Dave, do you want to, you want to bring your surprise out for, for deep here? Yeah. Oh, wow. Weird in action and a surprise. I'm so afraid. <laughs> because part of this is is like I was really questioning this as a, as I don't even know why I know this the, this video and I saw it and I can't unsee it. I can't unwatch Uh-oh. it. Uh oh. Uh oh. And I've deliberated for a good couple days in anticipation of speaking to you deep about is this a good thing or a bad thing that I watched? And I think we have. To let you see it for yourself. So, oh. so, so, Sasha, can we roll the, roll the tape? The girls have had their lunch. Now I'm going to have mine. I'm whipping up a batch of leftover turkey spring rolls. They are so fresh and so delicious. After the big heavy meal we had yesterday, they're going to be just the ticket. And now I'll start on the flavoring for the leftover turkey. It starts with about three tablespoons of soy sauce. I usually do low sodium soy sauce whenever I use soy sauce. Alrighty, now just about a teaspoon of rice wine vinegar. I don't need to make too much, just a little bit to season the turkey. She's marinating the t- marinating this. She's pre-saucing. She's pre-saucing. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. Got it. Got and it. then my very favorite, about a teaspoon of sesame oil. No, that's already enough. And then to give it a little bit of a kick, about half a teaspoon of hot chili oil. I can definitely handle the spice, but you don't have to add this if you don't want to. Oh. Okay, now I'll just whisk this together. And then I have some shredded turkey. I tore it into pieces. I'll just grab a handful and I'll just sort of toss it in. And this is gonna make the turkey just out of this world delicious. And what I love about these spring rolls is the flavors are totally different from the ones in the Thanksgiving meal. It's also different than like one. (laughs) The biggest mistake I sometimes make when I build these is putting too much filling in and then the roll won't roll at all. So just start with a little bit of everything. (laughs) Some turkey. It's. And then I have just some regular lettuce, julienne carrots. And no, the same with cucumbers, alfalfa sprouts. I love alfalfa, alfalfa sprouts. Stop a little fuck. more cilantro <laughs> in. This is more of a filling than a decoration. For the benefits of our our listeners, we'll 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 post the video of of what we just played, which was a turkey leftover turkey spring roll recipe from Ray Drummond, the pioneer woman, uh, in which you take your shredded leftover Thanksgiving turkey and you. Season it with soy sauce, rice vinegar, and sesame oil, and chili oil. And then you put that into what we've been talking about this whole time, or some version of it. A a summer roll with carrots, lettuce, cilantro, cellophane noodles, and a big little uh, hairy mound of alfalfa sprouts. And then you you, you roll that up nice and loosely, (laughs) and then you dip that into a dipping sauce of your leftover cranberry sauce, soy sauce, and a little adventurous chili oil. The, <laughs> now we just watched this. We just watched this with with Deep, and um, I think there were a few moments that you reacted to Deep, and I and 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 so what we wanted to do is is overall talk about is this good for the world or bad for the world that this video exists? And I think Dave has an opinion. I want to hear your opinion, and I want to hear a little bit about uh, some of the things that you just saw. Think it's bad for the world. I don't think it's great for the world, you know. But, um, <laughs> I don't. I you know um, the stakes are extremely low. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, I think it's just really it's just like when you do this, you just you just gotta understand. You just gotta understand what a spring a summer roll is supposed to do. Okay, you explain know? that. Right, like um, why you need to roll it tight because it's gonna fall apart when you dip it. So you gotta, it's like, yeah, you might not win any presentation awards, but you need to, it's like having, it's like making like, it's like eating a burrito and it's not rolled tightly. That's just, it's like a beef Wellington, white people. That's like, you know, coming off, 
Like, it's, it's a beefball and tin where the, the tenderloin's just like jiggling around inside yes, of a loose no, case. It's, okay. it's like a maracas, you know, it's like, it's just, a, it's just rolling around in there. So uh-huh. maybe number one is I, I think like, like, it's funny, like if you go to do a recipe, wouldn't you want to understand more like what, the, how the materials respond? Like, like spring, like this rice paper, it doesn't need to be there for so long. You just dip it in, you let it chill out. And cause that's an over, over hydrated uh, rice paper that will break on you. And that's, I think that's kind of the reason why she didn't roll it tight. Cause you can, if you roll it tight, you're going to, it's going to fucking bust up. But if you just dip it in, take it out, let it chill out, put all your fillings in, then you can really, it can take a lot more pressure cause it hasn't like, it hasn't like been degraded by the water, you know? And also like the cellophane noodles. I'm like, is it be, I don't understand that, 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 um, that choice. You know, cause it does, it doesn't do, I mean, if you don't, if you don't like the vermicelli noodles, how are you going to like a cellophane noodle? You know what I All mean? Right, so like, distinguish for people though, because this is the thing. I think most people think they're the same thing. Like those cellophane noodles that she just used are the kind you just like soak in water. And we're talking about like the ones that you actually put into most of these rolls are not, it's not the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, cellophane noodles are not made from rice. So it just has, it, 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 it does, it doesn't respond. It does, you know, it, it does soak up and it soaks up and gets gummy. When you dip it, it soaks up, it's going to get gummy. Like rice noodles, uh, it, they, it takes longer for them to get gummy, you know? Uh, so it's, it's not doing anything. It's not doing much, you know? And also like, I'm not sure what you guys, but what makes a great, great spring roll, not only the dip, it's also the herbs. Like you just need, you know, it just, it needs to have all that freshness. And that's why the, the dipping sauce for me, it's like, you know, there's a balance in the summer roll so that when you dip it into the sausage, it's just, everything comes together, you know? What are some of the herbs that make a great gaikwan? Gaikwan? Even though, even if all you had was uh, was cilantro, just put more, girl. Like, she just put it. It was like a garnish, you know? Like, again, I'm like, you know, I, I'm not someone who's like, you can't put this. You can put, you know, Korean perla. You can put Japanese shiso. Like, I don't really fucking care. You know what I mean? But it's like... Like, no, no what you know, it's more like, okay, why do people love summer rolls so much? This is not the thing that's going to pe- make people love summer rolls, you know? Like, mm. what are what are the things in it that makes it, like, so such a wonderful, refreshing? Like, herbs make things refreshing. So, I like mint. Thai basil is great, too, you know? But it really, if all you had was cilantro, it'd be fine. You know, you have some, like, chives, that'd be great, too. Like, anything like kind of like a bite. Rice, rice noodles are neutral, you know, and if you're using boiled pork and shrimp, that's neutral. And that, and I think I see, I see where she's going because of the turkey. She's trying to unneutralize it by putting some stuff in there that just did. It's that just looks dumb, you know. <laughs> <laughs> David Chang, what do you think, good or bad for the world? I, I I'm actually going to take the positive stance on this. The only gripe I truly have is the alpha alpha sprouts because it's a problem. You actually have to go and buy it i don't know you know again like deep was talking about not wanting to like be friends with people that or go out to dinner with people that you know only pay for the things that they've ordered or eat the things that they've ordered i don't know if i could be friends with somebody that actually tries to put alfalfa sprouts into their food i I just don't (laughs) know i'm I'm a fan of alfalfa sprouts i hate the flavor it's gross deep Come on. You know, I'm like, I'm going to end up living in a dyke commune. So I got to be okay with rough office spells. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I made peace with that since I was 22. So, you know, alfalfa avocado sandwiches is what I'm going to be living in my old age in, in my commune where we're going to have like a bicycle making our milkshakes, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm good. I love I you, think, Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I mean, that's my fucking dream. So, but I think, I mean, for me, all that stuff, it's like, I'm, yeah, it's not the authenticity stuff. It's more like the the laziness. Like, just, just understand these flavors a little more. But Dave, Dave, what is the, what is the, I I think there are a couple things. One positive is it's, it's she's teaching frugality. I think that's important too, which is what I think as a, as I get older, if I saw this when I was in my twenties or not even twenties, six, seven years ago, I'd be like, fuck her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no, I'm like, she's trying whether she realizes it or not, or whether she understands the patterns underlying in, in the Vietnamese food itself is another thing. But sometimes like the end result is all that matters. Right. So, so somebody could watch this that never knew that you, there was such a thing as rice paper. There was such a thing as, I don't even know, like most of those ingredients you can get at any supermarket in America legitimately. Right. But 
I think that the idea of making rice paper and then dipping it in water and all these things, like that idea might lead somebody to go down a rabbit hole that they never would have gone down before. As much as I want to trash it, I'm like, no, I actually think it's a it's long-term net positive. I think you're both, you've both said positive things, right? Because because Deep, you were also saying, you know, you're not like the authenticity police. You don't care. It's not about that. It's not about doing it the, the right way. And, and Dave, I think you're right. Like she's got a huge audience. And many of them have never had these ingredients before. The one thing that I think Deep also said, though, that is important here is that if this is just gross and not good to eat, it's not going to make fans out of news people. Like, that's the essential problem to me is just like, yeah, they might be people might be introduced to rice paper rolls. They might get introduced to a few new ingredients. But if the end result doesn't taste good. Like, I don't want that to reflect poorly on, like, the original ideas. All. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't really care. You know what I mean? I don't think it's, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really, yeah. It's for, but for me, though, if she had made a great sauce, it would have been different. But I'm anti-cranberry sauce. So I could never, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, the do sauce you, could have tied do, everything do you think, together. Do you think they would let a man in your dyke commune when you get older? Because I just want to <laughs> hang with you. No. I mean, that's all. <laughs> That's all I needed to know. It's like there's so many so many things in common. I don't know what to to say anymore. Well, you better you you better start liking the alfalfa sprout and then you know. Uh, Oh oh man. But I mean I think it's actually telling that she chose not to use fish sauce, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So 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 what if let's do like what if revisionist history here? What if? She does everything the same. Nothing changes, but she adds fish sauce to the cranberry sauce. Do you like it more? I think she, I mean, I just think she might victimize people. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that might be a really bad combo. That's all. (laughs) That's all. You know? (laughs) You heard it here first, guys. Not even fish sauce can fix cranberry sauce. (laughs) I mean, okay. The fish sauce, the, the tartness of the cranberry the, the sweetness of the cranberry, because I'm assuming cranberry sauce has sugar, right? So it's mostly it's sugar. Kind of, yeah, yes. so. She doesn't even no, know. We no, don't know because I don't eat that shit either. <laughs> I don't understand it. And it looks like she made her own cranberries too. It's all whole. It's not from a, you know, like that woman uh, made some whole cranberries. I'm like, no. That's <laughs> good. All right, good, on, good on her. But th- thank you. I'm, I'm really glad that was all there, there was to that. Yeah, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing scarier than that. Nothing scarier than that. Uh, well, we're we've we've kept you so long now. Uh, I just want to remind people that we'll pu- we'll put all of Deep's recommendations for how to beat your friends at Thanksgiving and and potlucks in our newsletter. Change it up. Get some bun mies. Get a whole tray of summer rolls or gaikwan and tip thirty five percent minimum. You're yes. gonna win. What are you doing? Yes. Sign up for our newsletter, Major Domo Media. What is her name again? <laughs> Major Domo Media. Major Media Domo. MajorDomoMedia.com slash newsletter. Go out, go buy some Red Boat fish sauce. A lot of it. Thank you, Deep. <laughs> Thanks so much. This was super fun. 